This week on One Crazy Story, Chris Clark joins us to talk about what it's like to perform on America's Got Talent. So now, in my mind, I'm thinking, gosh, they're, you know, they're shelling out hotel room, this, that. They must like me. I don't think I'm going to have anything to really worry about. I think I'm going to get to the next level on this. You know? Right. Literally, you know, they're fly- they're flying in the, the ballet dance team. Oh, God. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the cheerleaders. Chris is like, oh, I'm special. And so is everybody. Yeah. You start <laughs> like, to think that you're special. I know, right? You're yeah. like, I'm a solution. <laughs> now nah, we're, all, we're all getting the, <laughs> they got us off lights. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of One Crazy Story. I'm your host, Nate Armbruster, and this week I talked to Chris the Wedding DJ, Chris Clark, the Wedding DJ. He's a comedian, magician, wedding DJ by trade, but also you may know him from the TV show, the very popular TV show, America's Got Talent, as Chris Clark, the Wedding DJ. Now, I met Chris uh, years ago and just in the open mic scene, you know, when I was first starting out and he was always this really nice guy and he always fascinated me. And the more and more I got to know him, the more I realized how many times this guy's been on television for the most unique reasons. It's unbelievable. This guy's got more TV credits than anybody. I, I mean at open mic level of, and he hasn't even done stand up on TV. That's what's crazy. So he gets on all these shows doing such interesting things. Like he was on Letterman a few times, I think actually two times. Uh, he, you can find all this stuff on YouTube too. Uh, Definitely check it out. It's quite interesting. He even did the tonight show with Jay Leno. Uh, the first, that was the first time I saw him on TV. And then, um, yeah, so I think the most recent, I think he even did like Rachel Ray. He's, he's been on a bunch of TV shows. He's very, very successful in that area of his career, for sure. Um, I wish I'd been on television that many times. Maybe I wouldn't have a podcast. Uh, he's a super nice guy. And I think the one of the biggest shows he's done, other than those two, I guess, one of the later things he did was America's Got Talent. This was a big deal for Chris, okay? I mean, it's a lot of people watch this show. You know, this is a big deal for any comedian, any sort of performer. Uh, to get on that show, and his plan wasn't to do just straight stand-up, right? He came up with this character based off of his day job or night job, I guess, or whatever, his job as a wedding DJ. So he calls himself Chris Clark, the wedding DJ, and he dressed in a flashy suit, and he got all, you know, all these people looking at him, and, and he got on the show. He got on the show. They liked his jokes enough to put him on, and you'll just have to listen to the whole episode to find out what all went down. It was quite interesting, uh, quite interesting, but it's such a unique experience going on that show. And I had never been on it. I, I, I've met and worked with people who've been on it and everybody's got something to say about it. So I thought Chris's experience was pretty unique and I thought it would be a fun episode to do. So that's what I talked to this week. We talk about America's got talent, what it's like to go through the whole process and, what it's like to be on stage in front of all those people, knowing that many people are watching you and also kind of making fun of Howard Stern, which takes a lot of guts to do that, Chris. So uh, applause to you. And so I hope you enjoy this week's episode. If you haven't yet, uh, if there's anything you want to share with me, please email me at onecrazystory@gmail.com, at gmail.com or you can always follow the show on all social media at onecrazystory, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, um, all those, you know, all those. And then, uh, or Nate comedy too, if you want to find out who I am. And if you enjoy the show, please, 
share it with your friends. Tell your friends. Um, if you're a fan of America's Got Talent, please share this with your friends. If you're a fan of anything, if you're just a fan, just a general fan of a lot of things, share it. Share it with people. Uh, if you like it, please leave a review, a, a positive review, preferably. Um, you know, I guess I can't stop you, but it'd be nice of you. Um, so enjoy the show. This is a conversation between myself and Chris Clark, the wedding DJ. What's funny about your America's Got Talent audition, or no, not even the audition, like the actual being on the show is I yeah. saw it on on TV in a bar. What in bar was it? Decatur, Illinois. I was right before a gig. It was right before I was about to go on stage, and they had it on at the bar, and I'm there watching. There it was. I'm like eating my my meal, and I'm look. I look up at the TV, and I'm like, "Holy shit, that's Chris Clark!" It's <laughs> <laughs> so like a weird place. To, like you're just in the middle of Illinois, and you're like, "Oh my god, I know that guy," <laughs> and I couldn't see it because I couldn't like see the full show because like I, they had the the sound turned off. Yeah. So it was just you doing. So I couldn't tell like how it went or that, but that well, was the, really cool. Thanks, man. The the segment that I was on was a full minute, mm-hmm. you know, it was a full minute on, you know, America's got talent. Um, the, uh, uh, thing about like it being on there, they, they played it over and over again. And so many times that they even put it on the anniversary special. Oh yeah. So if you go on to the 10th anniversary special, which is on YouTube or somewhere yeah, on the this internet, was the 2014 season, right? 13, 13. Okay. Yeah. So, 2013 in January is when I went to the uh, audition and uh, I drove out to Chicago and this is season eight, Mm -hmm. season eight. So I had been watching the show for seven years Mm -hmm. and uh, I just said, Hey, you know what? I'm going to go out there. I found this jacket. Did you see the jacket? Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I saw the picture. You sent me that picture before when we were talking about doing the the podcast and you sent me that picture with the jacket. Yeah. I found it at a great outfit for reality TV. (laughs) It really is. That's what got me on there. Yeah, it's <laughs> the jacket. It's, it's all that. <laughs> Just gotta so, look. You gotta look flashy. You gotta look flashy. It's the jacket. Uh, if if you go onto YouTube and you want to watch this, folks, okay, what you do Which is you, you type should. in Chris the Wedding DJ, uh, AGT. Chris the Wedding DJ AGT. Um, or I don't know if you know this, but my segment was put on a compilation video of um. The best fails of season eight. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> the best fails of America's Got Talent, 2013. So uh, that has nine million hits. Nine million wow. hits. So you can see how you you go do something. You're you're trying. You want you want it to turn out great, but you still get a lot of face exposure. Mm-hmm. You know? It's a huge show. It is. It's a huge show, and it was a lot of good experience. In fact, uh, by entering a contest like this, it forces you to write. Mm-hmm. And it forces you to put something together. So you know how we're always, as comedians, we're always trying to uh, put stuff together. So imagine this. Um, a lot of people who who have an audition, they might not know. You have to time this for 90 seconds. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Short. That's short. Yeah. So you can do like, what, 10 jokes maybe, mm-hmm. you know, maybe 12. And, and they're very strict on the time until you get on stage. Once you get on stage, it's like... They, you know, mm-hmm. that was a whole different experience, but I'll, I'll tell you, uh, do you want to hear from the beginning? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. I want to go, I want to go back to the day you drove to Chicago. <laughs> okay. So I, I drove to the McCormick center, which is in Chicago. It's a big convention center and that's where the 10,000 people were. Yeah. Okay. And so, um, 
I had to get there the night before because I had to stay in a motel so that the next morning I wasn't driving. I just would just go there. So um, I I drove out in a snowstorm. Mm -hmm. Halfway out there, I thought of turning back because the snow was so bad. You know, it was really bad. So I drove out there the the day before, the night before, got to a a motel. And literally, it was like two feet of snow. And I was thinking to myself, how are they going to have people at this thing? Who's going to show up? And then, of course, you you hear stories. You think you're going to have to wait outside. You don't know. So mm-hmm. I had a heavy coat. I brought a, um, a luggage bag with me full of, you know, food and whatever I need. Right. And this is the first time you've ever done this, right? For- first time I've ever done America's Got Talent. Yeah. Uh, 2013, season eight. So I, I'm always big on first impressions. So I had this coat on. Now, for everyone to know this, uh, I am a real wedding DJ. That's yeah. what I do for. Um, yeah, is by you're yeah you're a pretty successful wedding DJ actually. Is, yeah, you've seen. <laughs> yeah, I, that's how I earn a living as part of what I do. Stand up comedy. I'm also a magician. I do you know a variety All sorts of things. Of stuff. Yeah. So um, my idea was to create a character, Chris, the wedding DJ comedian. You know, and how many comedians have you heard talk about relationships and weddings and things mm. like that? So I put together. Uh, a 90 second act that was like, I looked, I wanted to look like the cheesy wedding <laughs> singer guy, like Adam Sandler. Yeah, he did a good job. It was a great outfit. <laughs> it was a great outfit. I looked cheesy, you know, I looked like, you know, kind of a cross between Adam Sandler and um, uh, what's his name? Lodka. What's his name? You um, know. Um, yeah, I know you're, I know you're talking about, uh, and the name escapes me, you know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, you definitely had the wedding DJ look. You had this whole character ready for the show. I had the character going, and uh, I wanted to make sure that when I walked into the room, I had everything on, yeah. like I would look for the show. So it was a first impression thing. So mm-hmm. man, that worked because as soon as I, as soon as I got in there, I saw a guy looking at me, and then he was on the headphones and then when i got to the front door a girl <laughs> says to me what is your name okay come with me and yeah. she puts me in this other area <laughs> they're like know? they're like looking for people who are dressed just wacky yeah. Yeah. i don't even care what you do don't even tell us about your talent just you look ridiculous yeah <laughs> don't even tell us exactly you know <laughs> yeah. so basically uh you know how that is you just kind of sit there and you wait when they put you into another group and you wait and then they're filming people in that large uh holding room mm-hmm and um, you're talking to people, kind of making friends. And when I was there, I just, to myself, I said, hey, I'm just going to do this routine the way I have it mm-hmm. and see what happens. So now let's go to where I'm auditioning, okay, yeah. at McCormick Center. Now this is, for anyone who's never done America's Got Talent, you have to pre-audition before you're picked to go on stage with yeah. the celebrities. So I go in a room, there's like a dozen of us. Everyone. And it's just the other talent, the other people auditioning and the producers, like the people watching. So there's no audience. Right. So it's really awkward. No audience. It's awkward anyway. It's awkward. You're in there yeah. with maybe some dancers, right. some singers, you know. <laughs> yeah. I, I think there, me and one other guy were, were stand-up guys. Yeah. And um, when we got all in there, I just basically said, am I in the right place for comedians to be? (laughs) (laughs) So right away, I brought attention to myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, yeah, you are. I go, okay. Because I seen these singers and stuff. I thought maybe I was supposed to be in a different room. (laughs) Right, yeah. I feel like. He goes, no, everyone's here. Yeah, you just got to like dress loud and act confused and they'll love you. (laughs) And they'll love you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did my routine. And can I just touch on what the routine was like oh, yeah, a little absolutely. bit? Okay, yeah, so absolutely. 
I thought to myself, okay, they're going to think of me as a, a, a wedding DJ guy, cheesy kind of. Mm-hmm. A, so I'll just kind of make fun of, of weddings and stuff like that. So okay. like one, so my opening joke was uh, um, I had to DJ, you know, it's, it's going to be different doing it here, but <laughs> hey, I, I do it like Rodney Dangerfield. I had to DJ a wedding for a couple of overweight people. So. For their first dance, I played Wobble Baby, Wobble Baby, Wobble Baby. You know you know that song, The Wobble? Yeah, yeah I do. <laughs> it's funny. So you're basically just doing these stand, like jokes as yeah, a wedding DJ. They're kind of yeah. one-liner yeah. type jokes. Yeah. My next joke was, um, <laughs> do you ever go to a wedding and you hate the bride and groom, but you got to give them a present? Well, just do what I do. You give them gift cards and then you don't activate them, you know? <laughs> that's, that's funny. And... Uh, <laughs> And then I did the Kim Kardashian one that that got on the TV show. I said, "Oh, I got to go DJ a wedding for Kim Kardashian." And I look at my watch. I go, "Oops, too late. She divorced the guy." Oh gosh! You so know? this took you. This took. This was like a ninety second thing, right? It's a ninety second thing. Yeah. You kept yeah. it tight, and you did that voice, that character, right? I didn't like, do it like that. No, yeah. no, I just did it as that, me. Because I think, uh, I think, uh, I think that would have you. You'd have gone farther. With I would have gone car- farther no, with that. Yeah. With, the, with, the, with the like, hey, that Dangerfield esque. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just channeling Rodney for the. Actually, what's so funny is when I got on stage, it kind of turned into uh, um, Don Rickles esque. Yeah. In fact, after it was over, I, Howie Mandel came backstage and he was talking to me, to kind of like you know. I don't know what they're doing, like uh, some sort of damage uh, control, you know. <laughs> and uh, so, so I said, so he goes, I thought you were going to go down Rickles on us or something, you know. Oh wow! And I said, maybe I should have, you know. <laughs> but uh, thanks, Howie. Yeah, thanks, tell me Howie. now. That was nice meeting him. Yeah. You know, that's, I mean, that's still pretty cool. But like, but like for him to just be like, here's what you should have done. Why didn't you <laughs> yeah, here's tell what me you that shit done. before I do this, man? Exactly. <laughs> so, anyway, so. I'm in that room and everyone auditioned and then we all went out and uh, he just asked me and a girl who played guitar to come in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so she came in and played her guitar thing. And then the guy says to me, he says to me, um, do, do some other routine. Do you have a different routine? Because I heard that one that you're always you have a second routine. Sure. I said, yeah, I have some other jokes. So I had, and um, you had some prepared for real. I had them prepared. That's good. Yeah. See? I had them prepared. <laughs> I, I knew to prepare two things. They kind of say that yeah. on the uh, internet. It's a suggestion. Yeah. Like with the singers, they want them to have more songs. Sure. So I had other jokes. I can't remember what they were, but um. So then he goes, "That's great, Chris. Chris, that's great. Okay. Um, here." And he gives me this uh, piece of paper, or whatever, and he mm-hmm. goes, "Take this to so and so, and they're gonna let you go upstairs." I go, "Oh, okay." Ooh, so now I get, I get to, to go, go upstairs, upstairs. <laughs> and no yeah. one else gets to go upstairs. I'm like, <laughs> "Did I win?" <laughs> Yeah, Did I, wow, I advanced. I felt like I advanced. You know, I was like, "Oh man, that's I still start- a good sign." You're just you're still in there. You know, that's all it is. It's I'm just still keep, in there. You're still in there. That's you all know, you can do. That's exactly how I felt. I thought uh, when I went up the um, the escalator to the upstairs area, I thought to myself, "I'm still in. Mm-hmm. I'm still in." So, um, I went to a, a room where then now you had to re-sign up again because you're like you're gonna go now in front of the actual executive producers mm-hmm. you know and that's yeah, so these are the people these are the people yeah that guy downstairs he's like like an intern yeah exactly like an intern like a, yeah <laughs> yep so 
I, and then I had to wait like another hour and a half uh-huh. or whatever. You know, you're waiting all day. Yeah. So I, I had gotten there like six in the morning and I think I left at eight at night, you know. <laughs> and um, I hope you got two nights at the hotel. Uh, <laughs> boy, I can't remember actually, to be honest with you. I think, oh, I know. I went out to dinner because after the executive producer thing, I was pretty sure I was on the show, mm-hmm. you know, at that point. Right. To take you that far, you might, you know, you'd assume that they really like you. That's what I thought. Yeah. See, because in my head, I was going in there thinking, hey, you know, this is a unique thing. If I if I make it to this next level, they're digging the character. That's cool. You know? Yeah. You know you're onto something. Yeah. For some reason. Yeah. Like, I mean, they want, they, they might not tell you what, what they really like, though. You know, they're very vague. Right. Like, we'll just right. keep, we'll put you in this room, do the thing again, put you huh. in this other room. <laughs> we'll just keep, we just keep doing room. it. This yeah. guy, I just like the jacket. I think the jacket, yeah, I... I got it at a garage sale, <laughs> you know, for five bucks. There you go. And it makes me look like one of the um, platters, yeah. you know, <laughs> or the temptations. Like the great, temp- I look like the temptation. It was a great wedding DJ look. Um, so you do the whole executive producer portion of it. Yeah. I go in there. They're asking me questions. Okay. Do your stand up, And I do it and just totally, you know, hardly any laughing, just little smiles, sure. smiles and. Okay, very good. And then the the main producer guy, um, he uh, asked me some questions and things like that. And he goes, he just turned to the guys and he goes, well, what do you guys think? This is what we want, isn't it? And they all go, yup. And then I just thought, now why would they say yes? And he goes, this is what we want, right? Yeah, right. Okay, Chris. Hey, looking great, Chris. Looking great. We'll be in touch with you. Chris, the wedding DJ. So I'm like. We'll have you on. Yeah, I'm walking out of there. I'm pretty much slam dunk, you know? Absolutely. So I'm calling people at home. I'm going, look, I got this. I'm on the show. I I can tell. I I wouldn't have any other. I mean, when the executive producers are like, we're into this. Yeah. Why wouldn't you be? be, And and it was true. A week later, just not even a week later, I get the email. You're on the show. That's awesome. So it's official. Yeah, I was excited about it. Then I started telling people. Yeah. I started telling the local comedians and I'm like, guys, help me out. You know, it's I'm an trying exciting to f- thing, man. Yeah. That's better TV credit than most people <laughs> around here have. Yeah. Yeah. So I just wanted to, uh, get some input. I went to, uh, some open mics, yeah. you know, and sure. Work your set out a little talked bit, a little bit. Yeah. I kept running it and just perfecting it. And, you know, sometimes it was good. Sometimes it was you know, needed work. And, but as I watched the show, I started getting this feeling that I needed to have some, some comeback lines in case Howard would attack <laughs> yeah. me. That's smart know? though. That's smart. Yeah. That's a good move. So I had some comeback lines. You know, I've heard some other people who are, who did the show and like actually made it onto that portion of the show. And they were like, yeah, we did the same thing. They did, they all did the prepping for, you know, what Howard might say. Cause you know, that's really, I guess your only worry. He's probably the only sure. one that's really going to be combative in Iowa. Yeah. You know, but, Cause I had Howard, I had Heidi, I had Mel B, and then I had um, Howie Mandel. Mm-hmm. So you get the email. I get the you're email. On the show, you run your set, and now that was in January. Yep, May nineteenth is my day. Okay, okay, it's and like it's had, like a Thursday. Yeah, and you had to go back to Chicago for this. Yes, mm-hmm. and they said we'll be in touch with you, and they got in touch with me like two weeks before the taping, mm-hmm. at, and it was at the Rosemont Theater in the Chicago metro area, mm-hmm. and um, I had never been there. Yeah. There's a lot of big hotels around there, and, and um, basically on the email, they're like, okay, uh, 
you have a choice. We can either give you gas money and you can drive there or we can fly you in. I'm like, dude, freaking fly me oh, in. Oh, absolutely. I'm going to go. No one, flies, like, no one flies me anywhere. I'm, <laughs> I'm taking that goddamn flight. Yeah. I want to feel like a celebrity right. the whole time, you know? Right. No, I so, mean, shoot, if they're offering, why not? Yeah. So, so that's exciting. So they fly in. They fly they, in to O'Hare and then uh, they, they you shuttle up. you to the, to the hotel. Yeah, that's it was, great. Uh, um, you know, one of these... Uh, Lincoln Town Car type deals. That's cool, man. And um, treat you, they treat you right. That's good. Yeah. And uh, so now in my mind, I'm thinking, gosh, they're, you know, they're shelling out hotel room, this, <laughs> that. They must like me. I don't think I'm going to have anything to really worry about. I think I'm going to get to the next level on this, you know? Right. Literally, you know, they're fly, they're flying in the, the ballet dance team. Oh, God. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the cheerleaders. Chris is like, oh, I'm special. And so is everybody. Yeah. You start <laughs> like, to think Shit. that you're special. I know, right? You're yeah. like, I'm a salute. Like, now nah, we're all, we're all getting the, <laughs> they got us off flights. <laughs> you like show up, you like show up to the green room. You're like, you know, they flew me in. <laughs> this eight year old girl's like, they flew me in too. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, son of a I, bitch. I and your mom, you got two flights out of these? people yeah exactly exactly <laughs> the stage moms are there in the right. lobby and the kids i saw this really great group of dancers uh, yeah. from from uh, boston it was uh, a group of dancers they did they looked like they were from fame except they and they looked just they had the leg warmers on and everything <laughs> You're the but, same but they were little you. kids you know they, yeah they, and i was like this looks just like the movie fame where everyone was in their 20s but you guys are like 10 like the, 11 and it's 12 the prequel yeah it's the prequel <laughs> and they were great and they got buzzed off the show and yeah. i couldn't believe it yeah, I was so you're like, like watching all these super talented people before yeah. you that are just like i'm like wow i'd pick them and yeah nope. so so here's where i kind of got a heads up about howard I, uh, the night before uh i went down to the pool and there was another guy in the pool and he was doing laps and everything and i just thought oh i'll go in there and i just was you know i like to swim and and just relax and then he had auditioned already that day he was part of a dance troupe from california oh wow and he says to me he says to me they're just buzzing everybody off man it's like they just <laughs> like howard he just he just don't like anybody. I don't know. You know, I'm just super jaded. Yeah. This is a- and I said, okay, I'm going to be ready. Yeah. I was, I still wasn't ready enough. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you forgot, how, had, you forgot how legit Howard Stern is. Oh, I'm like, I could take him on. Nope. No, you <laughs> that can't. He's legit. Yeah. So this guy kind of gives you a little heads up. That he he's- gives me a heads up. Mm-hmm. And then that night I just, you know, worked on the yeah. routine. Yeah. I just ran through it. And ran and through it, ran through it, make sure I had it cold and I had it really good. And then, um, I, I basically, uh, I had to get up at six in the morning. They wanted me downstairs like by six thirty, wow. seven o'clock. I was like, That's okay, super early. What time was the show at the actual? Well, like- here's the thing. I think that they just want to kind of like wear you out. Yeah. I mean, this is what I found out <laughs> because they didn't have me go on until seven thirty at night. Wow. Yeah. And there was two, two tapings. There was a taping that went from like 11 to 3, mm-hmm. and then they took a couple hours break, and then mm-hmm. people started coming in at 6, and they started the- Same audience? Oh, no, whole new yeah, audience. Whole new audience. And then, then they uh, brought people in around 6, uh, 6.30. Wow. The, so they got you up at 6 in the morning. And I said to them, can I go back to my room and just close my eyes? And the girl's like, this is later in the day, and she says, she says no, because you may forfeit your spot. You know, well, then at that point I was like, my spot, maybe I'm on there. Yeah. You know, but, well, let me tell you how it was when I got there. So you get to the Rosemont theater, they, they have this kind of dingy room and, uh, 
it's 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 too small for the amount of people mm-hmm. you know and there's a, a a girl's bathroom and a guy's bathroom and then upstairs is where they have subway sandwiches and snapple mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> the whole time little craft services for the talent yeah exactly that's right so chris celebrity chris clark yeah all i had to do is walk over there because yeah, right? it was right across the street <laughs> so i just uh i get in there and um and you know i'm thinking i'm gonna be on pretty soon mm-hmm. you know well as i'm sitting there i see this lady come in and she she's part of the chinese acrobats because <laughs> Because I recognized her from the um, promotional material from the Chinese acrobats. Oh, yeah. And I go, wait a minute. They got Chinese acrobats in this? How do you compete against them? (laughs) I'm just a wedding DJ. Yeah. How can what I'm doing? (laughs) These these girls are amazing. Yeah. How do they not win? So there's that that going through your head. (laughs) And then all of a sudden, a cheerleading team comes in Mm -hmm. with like 50 cheerleaders. Flew all these people in? God damn it. Yeah, in my mind, I'm thinking they're never going to make it. They're never going to make it. You know, cheerleading team, come on. And all the parents are there. And, you know, you're thinking, I'm thinking, oh, Mm -hmm. I can beat them. No problem. And and they they got to the next level, not Mm me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They got picked. Oh, that's funny. So, uh, and then I met this guy, Javon, an R&B singer. I'll I'll tell you about him later, but um, he was in there with me for the whole time. There was a Mm -hmm. couple guys and me that were there the whole 13 and a half hours. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So you got, you became friends with some of these people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, and then in the meanwhile, America's got talent is like, okay, we want you to come over here and then they'll film you talking with other contestants mm-hmm. for like an hour. And then they'll go, okay, go over here and talk to these people. And then they'll talk, you'll talk to them for like an hour mm-hmm. and it's like meaningless. And they'll put sure. mics on you. They have little mics on you. Yeah, They and, just want somebody to say something ridiculous, you know, mm-hmm. just like get some exterior, like not exteriors, but they want to get some, Mingling shots. Yeah. For- oh, Andy Kaufman was was the guy that I was trying to say earlier. Okay. Andy Kaufman kind of has that goofy yeah. jacket. Yeah. And uh, it was it was that character that he used to do. Mm-hmm. He used to do a character. So that that was I I liked that particular uh, that style style of of kind of like annoying. See, what I wanted to be was like the annoying cheesy wedding DJ guy. That's, that's smart though. Going into this thing with like a Some, weird character yeah. in mind. That's like the only way. I mean, very rarely. I think Tom Cotter was the only like true stand-up comic. Well, him and uh, the other kid from Chicago, I can't remember his name. Jared or something, young guy. But uh him Taylor, and Tom Cotter. Taylor Williamson was on the he he, Taylor, he made it. Yeah, Taylor, he was on the, the same year as me. Right. So yeah, yeah, yep. So Taylor, yeah, he did great. He's very funny. Yeah, he's very he got funny. up to um, the last Tom he was, Cotter. Tom Cotter's been in he comedy won. For Tom like, Cotter yeah. won. Yeah, yeah, well, he was a runner up. He lost to dogs. <laughs> oh my god, he did <laughs> Do you, lose. You remember that? I mean that poor the guy. dog act. The, yeah, I know. And he and he's been in comedy for probably as long as I've been alive. You know, yeah. that guy's been just on the road and you know, he finally gets but like other than those two, I can't really think of any just like uh, non-character stand-ups that have done it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you come in with this character and this act uh, right. as the character, which is smart because you stand Thanks, out. Man. You stand That's out. all I was trying to do. I was yeah. just trying to stand out. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. it was something I just came up with for the show. It's not mm-hmm. like I was out gigging with, with this character. Right, right. It was just something. Just for, something for, for the show. Yeah, because for I go to this, so many weddings. This particular gig calls for something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like one of the things I say is, uh, you know, the best thing about being a wedding DJ, I'm not the one getting married. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. The second best thing is I'm the closest to the buffet. 
you know? Put me by the food. Yeah, I'm right That's by right. the buffet. Dude, yeah. It's I can reach Chris over Clark. to the food <laughs> from where I'm sitting. That was how it was last last night I did a wedding, you uh-huh. know? Oh, my God. And, and uh, yeah, it was the buffet was so close. <laughs> I have a lot of power yeah, at weddings, right. too. I have a lot of they power. They, yeah, the DJ. The like DJ. the bride and groom go eat, and then I go up right behind them in front of all the guests. That's great. Oh, that's great. You get to cut right to it. Yeah, I go right to it. Dude, no. I got to be a wedding DJ. I have to get into this business. It um, pays well. Yeah, it does. It pays well. Okay. So uh, I want to get back to this. So this. So where, were, where were we? They we were, were, they okay, I've been sequestered in this room. So they put you in this room. They tell yeah. you to start talking to everybody. And so I made friends with Javon. He's an R&B singer. We're, we're like tight the whole time. And then there was a girl and her mom. We became friends. The little girl, she did roller skating mm-hmm. tricks. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they buzzed her off. She came out crying. Oh, man. I felt so bad for her. I'm looking at her. <laughs> yeah. You, and I feel bad for her. You're watching and, You're watching a little girl come off stage crying yeah, and you're yeah. just in the corner. Just like, oh, my God. What am I in for? Yeah. <laughs> What's going to happen to me? That's what I was thinking. I was yeah, like, right. oh, this is you're terrible. Just, <laughs> nothing, like, is, nothing like being a grown man backstage about, want, to, about to do one of the biggest shows you've ever done. And then... Uh, as far as amount of people, right, yeah. Right, as far as like how many eyeballs will be on this yes, set. Yes, You know what I mean? Yes. And, and this, I was thinking about all my buddies. Right. Comedians. Oh, not to mention. I uh, want to look good in front of my buddies. Not to mention the people that you'll that will text you whether or not it's yes. good or bad. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, so like you're talking about just millions of people watching this. So millions you're, of people. You're thinking this poor girl's crying and you're like, I'm just, I don't know if I can, I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> just like, so you're. Uh, Let me look at my notes here for a minute. It's okay. I know I kind of interrupted you at the, when you said something about the girl coming off stage. You made, you made friends with Javon, this girl, and the mom. I made friends with the girl and her mom, and they were really nice. They were from out west, mm-hmm. and the, the mother owned a roller skating rink. And, um, you know, basically, you, you become friends with these people. You, you bond with these people very sure. quickly because you're all, you're, you're all about to do the same you know, the scary same, thing, the same getting thing. in front of the, the judges. So, um, and when she came back out crying, I was just like, I just felt bad for her. Oh, yeah. You don't want to see a lot of girl people. crying. That's a, that's a horrible, no, that's a horrible stuff. <laughs> and, and, and I, I saw a lot of people crying coming mm-hmm. out there and then some people would come out. Oh yeah, we got pushed right. through. And I was like, and that would be like one group, maybe every 10 acts. So here's the statistics. They did eight cities. 10,000 people per city, they said. They have a meeting before you go out, both both uh, the morning and the afternoon. They, they'll tell you that you're one of 400 acts that made it this far. Wow. You know, and out of the 80,000 people, that's about a 2% ratio. That's pretty good. Know? Yeah, it's not bad. Okay. So fast forward to you getting uh, to go on stage, right? Okay, so well, while I was backstage there in that sequestered room, I saw that there was a door that you could actually go into the auditorium, you mm-hmm. know? So I, I went in, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I was looking around and the girl's like, get back in here, you can't be in there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm like, why are they being so secretive about the auditorium, you know? Yeah. And so um, so basically, I'm just, I'm waiting and then uh, it's getting closer and, do they um, even give you any idea? Like you're up, and you three people, then you. They don't like come out. No, they it. don't do that. I didn't know when I was right. going so on. And it wasn't like, until here. We'll huh? tell you. They're like, wait here. We'll tell you when it's time. That's pretty much it. They don't even give you a heads up. They just come grab you, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. they they had a, a dry erase board, uh-huh. and they kept changing it so much. Yeah, and then um, 
like I said, I was there for the whole first taping, so I, I couldn't go watch it. They wouldn't let me go mm-hmm. watch it. So uh, then I, I hung out there all afternoon until the second taping started, and I could see the people lining up around the theater. And um, and then so so then basically I just I didn't want to eat too much because sure, I wanna, you don't know when you're gonna <laughs> yeah you're nervous you're just trying to yeah you don't know when you're gonna you don't want to go on stage and have to like shit yourself or, exactly <laughs> you know what I mean like or pee do I have to go have on to right now hold on can I use the bathroom yeah I didn't want to have that happening then the uh, the men's bathroom toilet got clogged so if you had to do anything but pee <laughs> you you had to you had to leave there and go up into the lobby. So I said to them, Hey, I got to go to the lobby. Yeah. You know? So I went up to the lobby and that's when I was able to peek in the room. You right. know, I was able to see, you know, the whole stage set up. And, um, and so then I had it in my head. Okay. And I, I wasn't as nervous. And then, then I went back down there. So finally we're getting closer and they, they mic you up. They give you one mic for the stage mm-hmm. people to hear you. And they give you another mic for the producers to hear you. Okay. You know, they're like wireless. Yeah. And they asked me, did I want to stand? I said, no, I want to just walk out with the handheld mic, you know? And, um, so now I'm backstage in line with a bunch of other people and I can see the monitors. Mm -hmm. Um, there's this one guy dressed up in a giant diaper. He's a, (laughs) uh, I think uh, I remember those guys. Yeah, wrestlers. And they're <laughs> yeah. actually from Detroit, too. Yeah, that's hilarious. And I do remember It's this. a group of wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Okay, they happen to be just before me mm-hmm. coming out on stage. Okay? So, just to give you an idea, there's these wrestlers. A lot of them have their shirts off. They've got tattoos. They've got <laughs> yeah. masks on their faces. And, um, and there's this one guy in the giant diaper. And uh, I'm behind them, and I'm thinking to myself, this this doesn't look good. Oh yeah, you know this doesn't look good to be hi- be behind the guy with the giant diaper. No. Nope. And so, the guy who was the intern, kind of watching me, he, he looks at me, he goes, "You don't look too good." And I go, "I go, yeah, man. I mean, I've been back here for such a long time." And he goes, <laughs> "Can I here drink some water?" And I go, "Okay." So um, he says, "By the way, just do whatever you want on stage. Don't you know you got your routine?" I go, "Yeah, I got the routine." He says, "Well, you can just do whatever you want." I go, I can do whatever I want. Now, is that good or bad? What is he saying yeah, this right. for? Get inside your head there. Yeah. So I go, okay. I said, can I improvise? He goes, yeah, you can improvise. I go, fine. Sure. So and now um, they get, I mean, it's 90 seconds truth. Like in, in the moment it's 90 seconds, right? Because, you know, they edit it down for the final cut of the episode. Right. But you're supposed to do 90 seconds this this on this night, right? I was on stage for like 15 minutes. Oh, wow. So they let you do a whole set? Like a longer, like, I mean, so the actual act for this portion. My, my act was 90 seconds. Right. But, okay. But I'll tell you what happened. But, um, okay. But a total of 15 minutes, but the act, like the part where they introduce you, you just go right into the jokes and that's 90 seconds. So you only perform technically for that minute and a half. Right. But then there's this interview yeah. and you come out there and basically you're backstage and you're moving towards the curtain where Nick is, Nick Cannon. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, you can see monitors. Mm-hmm. So I watched those wrestlers go out there and do their thing. And, you know, it was just all one of those acts that they just buzzed yeah. you off and, you know, so now, okay, here I am at the curtain now where I'm going to meet Nick. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, um, he's like, how you doing? You know, Chris Clark, wedding DJ. Nice to meet you. You know, you get, what are you going to do? Stand up comedy? And he's like, oh yeah. You ready for this crowd here in Chicago? I go, yeah, I'm all ready for him. That's basically right. all I said. Cause I didn't want to, 
get into too long of a talk. I just wanted to go right out there, you know? So as I'm walking out there, just as I walk out there, I hear Howard Stern turn to Heidi and those other guys. He turns and he goes, remember, he's mine. He's mine. Remember, he's mine. I can hear him because he has a mic on. Right. And there's monitors. So he's mic'd up. So, but you can hear him on the monitors, not in the theater. We have to be able to yeah. talk. So Dude, he, he's talking uh, and there's monitors. <laughs> that's fucked up. And he that goes, fu- they're clapping, but I hear he's mine. Remember, he's mine. He's mine. I heard that. And I go, oh, Uh-oh. man. As I'm Uh-oh. walking out, I go, oh, man. And I go, well, I'm all ready for him, you know, mm-hmm. with these comeback right. lines. Right. So you're feeling good. So you want to hear what I actually did? But, but you're feeling like confident at this point. Like, you're, like, ready to go. You're, like, I'm going to do Oh, I shit. was so ready to go, man. I told Nick. I said, Nick, I'm ready, man. Yeah, right? You're I'm, pumped. I'm ready for this. You know, I'm all pumped. Yeah. And yeah. I, I did yeah. and you, get the audience engaged right r- at the beginning. Right. Good set. You had a good set. Yeah. Well, I didn't get through the whole set. But, I'm in. <laughs> but here's what happened when I, here's what happened when I where... started, okay? So, uh-huh. so Howard wants to start insulting me right away. And mm-hmm. I had these comeback lines. So, he says, he says, um. You know, what's your name? Where are you from? Blah, blah, blah. I go, Chris Clark. You know, I'm from Detroit, Michigan. And, and, uh, and I go, I'm, I, well, I said, Chris, the wedding DJ comedian. I, yeah. t- I took my, 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 uh, my wedding experiences and put it into comedy. He goes, oh, you're, this is the stuff he, they didn't show. He goes, oh, you're a wedding DJ? Oh, that doesn't make any money. And then that's his joke, right? And I go, well, of course, none of us have your kind of money. <laughs> and then the crowd laughed. That's good. You know? That's good. I, I said, mean, so nothing, your own. nobody makes any money compared to you. Right. You know, yeah, and then yeah. they laughed. Yeah. And then I got Heidi laughing. I got, I got uh, Mel B laughing. <laughs> Howie was just sitting there trying yeah. to determine, is this guy good or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So then he goes, well, I don't like that jacket. Now, here was the thing. <laughs> I was ready for the jacket insult. Yeah, sure. Because that's the most yeah. obvious thing that they're going to make fun of you about. So I had prepared... Well, I didn't wear this jacket for you, Howard. <laughs> I wore it for Heidi because she's the fashion expert. That's funny. Boom, I got yeah, a big got laugh. Killing it. Just killing I'm it. I'm killing it right there. That's better than the act. Yeah, yeah it is. That's better stuff, than the act. I mean, that audience wants to see you calling Howard Stern out. You know? Yeah. <laughs> they don't so, really care about your jokes. You know? Exactly. And, and so I followed that up with, uh, you remember Macklemore? Mm-hmm. He had that uh, thrift shop. Mm-hmm. So I said, I said, you know, I didn't wear this jacket for you. I wore it for Heidi. She's the fashion expert. And by the way, I bought it at a thrift shop down the street for 99 cents. <laughs> I was popping tags. <laughs> Boom. Just all, killing it. All these layers of people like the mezzanine, the upper deck, the lower deck. They're all laughing. Chris Clark killing it. It's like 30 seconds. Where I'm waiting. You know, and Heidi and uh, Mel B is falling over Heidi like this. Yeah. You know, oh, she's yeah. leaning over Heidi like this. And, and Howard gets up as the as the uh, laughter uh, comes down and he just turns to the audience. He goes, hey, he's not a comedian like that. Like, he's not a comedian. And then at that point, I was like, now, how do I come back from that? He's directing them that yeah, I'm not a comedian. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This, so then <laughs> this globally famous man yeah. is telling the audience that I'm not a comedian. Basically translate boo him. You know right, what I mean? Right. So, so <laughs> then I had to respond. Yeah. So I said, well, Howard, uh, yeah, I am a comedian. That's why I'm here. I go, no, I'm not a comedian full time, but that's why I want to win this show <laughs> so I can be a full time comedian, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and so. Then he's like, okay, um, 
tell us, uh, uh, you know, he starts asking me these interview questions. You know, he wants to sure. divert the whole thing, you know, and he did. He did a good job of putting what do you call it? putting the kibosh on the thing, you know, just <laughs> yeah, kill the crowd, go into broadcast mode, go into like no laughter, just quiet interview, uh-huh. you know. So he's like, so what's your dream? What's your dream? And I, I just said, oh, my dream would be like maybe get on Saturday Night Live or something like that, you know, sure, and sure. I just, you know, tell him my, my dream. And he's like, OK, I'm Lauren Michaels. Go ahead. Audition for me. This is Saturday Night Live. Audition for me. <laughs> and so like, I'm like, oh, shit, I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have said that. So. Oh, Chris. So then I just started doing, you know, I, I was at that point, I felt like the gladiator and he was like, uh. Um, Caesar. Yeah. And I'm this dot on the stage. And so I was just like, okay, what do I do now? Um, how do I recoup that rhythm that I had? Right. And yeah, I could started off like just killing it. Couldn't recoup killing it. it. Yeah. And then couldn't. after all the Howard Stern uh, interaction. Yes. They basically throw you into your act. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. He's like, okay, yeah, go ahead, Chris. Yeah. You know, uh, audition for me for Saturday Night Live. Now, come on, you mm-hmm. know, let's, you know, and I'm like, and so from there, you just you just start with the first. Here's joke. what I did. Like I how tra- you transition from? Uh, I from had a good that. transition. My transition was, in fact, I had prepared this too. Uh huh. Um, I figured I might need a transition, so I said, "Hey, Chicago, this is the home of the cha cha slide. This is where the cha cha slide was invented, <laughs> and it was yeah, the wedding Cap- DJ. Yeah, the That's DJ some wedding Casper. DJ trivia. Yeah, the the that DJ is from Chicago. Yeah. you know. So, so then they started cheering for the cha-cha slide. I mm-hmm. said, you know that one? Great. Yeah. And then I just got into the, 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 the wobble, jokes. The yeah, wobble baby the, joke was go. the funny one to start with. And then I just did joke one, joke two. Joke. So then by the time I got to uh, the Kim Kardashian one, then he buzzed me. And when they, when they buzz you, uh, it sounds like one of those buzzers at a basketball game, <sighs> but it's like, Five times as loud. Yeah, and it's just so just scared it the was hell this out quick. of you. It was this quick. He buzzes me once, okay, and then all of a sudden they stuck a boo track on. Oh, you, you're you're yeah. an audio guy. Yeah. You you can tell if something yeah. is real or a boo track. You know, <laughs> so they they had this. Yeah, boo, you know, it's just an audience booing you. Yeah, and then they started booing me, and I'm st- sitting there going, "Okay, what do I do now?" And I actually said the words, is this what I waited 13 hours for? Oh, my yeah. God. I can't believe I'm going to have to deal with this. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, so at this point, they just, they've had enough, the audience, everybody. I mean, the tr- boot track, all that. Everything's just, now it's just gone horribly awry. <laughs> now there's no return. Yep. There's no, no return. No chance. No chance of you coming back. There's no back. return. Yeah. So, I, I started thinking about the wrestlers, and I'm thinking about, well, why don't I just be like one of these wrestlers and just argue with them? Mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. in a nice way not mm-hmm. i'm not sure. gonna swear or nothing you know so then that's when i came up with take the x back so i just yeah. started saying you know because then heidi x me and how no how he didn't x me you know, just the, the two girls and, and yeah. so i had three x's i'm out of there and, yeah and uh and and so then i just started saying vegas vegas <laughs> vegas vegas and no one's doing it with me right just me <laughs> <laughs> what what are, like like you just where's that where did that come from like because it's just like and nobody nobody had your back that's you're right I improvised that yeah. didn't I I was just like oh my god I was like take the eggs back and I started doing this pointing at them take that's... the eggs back take the eggs back take the eggs back Vegas Vegas <laughs> and then that's what I became 
Famous right. from was right. that I don't know famous, but sure, I'm just saying like that was they your, knew me. I was known for take the X back. That was your uh, yeah. that was your big moment on that the show. On the show, that was, that was what was they rem- that's what people will remember. Yeah. fans of the show will be you're they, the Vegas guy. They do. Um, when I uh, went back the following year mm-hmm. and auditioned again because I went back two more times. Mm-hmm. So I've auditioned for America's Got Talent three times. Mm-hmm. By the way, when I go back, like if I were to go back this <laughs> fall, yeah. You know how you go to an audition like this and no one knows who you are? Sure. When I go, everyone knows who I am. Oh, yeah. The producers, they all know who I That's am. That's awesome. <laughs> Some of the auditionees are taking pictures with me. That's I'm, great. I'm not I making this I would do it up. every year just, just for the... Just for the attention. Just, just to do it. <laughs> just to do it. Yeah, just to do it. Why not? Yeah. Oh, my so, God. So, and I like to dress, you know, sparkly and kind of, sure. you know, because... DJ-esque. That, yeah, if I, if I go in there with a plain t-shirt on and stuff, yeah. they're not going to know me. Nope. So... So yeah, so after you bombed or not, you know, well, you know what I mean. No, you know listen, I mean? but like after you- <laughs> say it what it is. I accept my defeat. I bombed. So and, after and I, that, I would say I have the best bomb story. That's a great one. out there. You know what? That's, it was fun. It was still fun. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm so, still alive. But after, but after that set, um, yeah. you know, they talked to you after, right? Oh my god, I was in shock. Yeah. I was, I was on stage for uh, about 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't leave the stage. That was part of my thing. Mm-hmm. I, I just got into this mode of, I didn't care. Yeah. Take the X back. I'm not leaving the stage. You tell me to leave the stage. You want me to leave the stage? Pull me off the stage. Vegas. 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 That's what I did. Yeah, but they liked it. So yeah, they yeah, were yeah. Oh, I yeah. Was, I was looking over. Where's Where's uh, Where's Nick? Yeah. <laughs> Come get me, man. Yeah, right. Okay, so finally, uh, I just go, thank you very much for the opportunity. And I walk off the stage. Yeah. There's Nick and there's the camera guys. They're waiting for me to do some outrageous thing again. Right, and I'm you were like, on stage just freaking out. They're like, then, how are you, Chris? Uh, what did you think about Howard? I went, Howard was Howard, you know? I mean, yeah. I just did my best, you know? I wasn't going to get into any kind of right, right. Um, cursing or whatever. Sure. I don't know what they're looking for. Yeah. But um, then all of a sudden, this lady from England, she's like, Chris, come over here. Someone wants to talk to you. <laughs> and it was Howie Mandel. And no he comes way. back. And uh, he gives me a little yeah, hand a little fist bump, fist bump, and he's like, he's like, so um, you were on Leno? I go, yeah. And he goes, how did things go on Leno? I go, <laughs> I went, they went great. He goes, really? Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were gonna do like a little Don Rickles thing where you're gonna just keep insulting Howard the whole time. That would oh that would have worked. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, that probably would have worked, Howie. Damn. I go, oh, you're the thanks nicest. The, you're the thanks. nicest guy in Hollywood, man. You know. <laughs> thanks for the advice. Now that I lost. <laughs> you just go back to your cool chair yeah oh man that's hilarious so then that was about a five to six minute talk with him and then he says to me that's cool um, that he took the time to talk to you that's cool it was yeah yeah. and and they filmed that yeah and he goes well you know what keep doing it don't give up because i almost gave up you know when i was in vegas and uh i had to open up for uh, diana ross and the audiences were terrible and i had to just overcome that so don't give up because you know what and then he fist bumps me and he goes because you may open up for me one day that's what he said to me (laughs) right i thought oh i know he's just making that up but you know (laughs) i'm waiting for that phone call i'm waiting for that phone call but uh that was nice (laughs) and then and then the lady says to me chris chris come over here come over here so I stand there, and then this big arm comes around me, and it's Heidi Klum. No way. Yeah, this big arm comes oh around me. She gets, because, you know, everything was kind of crazy back there. Sure. So that this big so arm, fast. so Heidi came back. Wow. And she goes, she goes something like, she was like, honey, everything's okay. You know, you gave it your best, and 
just wasn't your night tonight, but you know, just keep doing what you're doing, you know? And I was like, okay, you know, Heidi. Thanks, Heidi. <laughs> yeah. And she was really tall with yeah. heels on. She's yeah. really tall. Wow. So yeah, Heidi Klum and, and, uh, Oh, that's cool. Holly Mandel. And oh, let me tell you, this is how we'll finish this. Cause this is so funny. Yeah. The guy who's the intern, he goes, okay, Chris, follow me. So he takes me out. He goes, here's your bag. And there's the door. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't say thank you wow. he doesn't say here is a happy meal Ooh. gift certificate to mcdonald's oh he doesn't say that he says, he says there's your bag okay and now there's the door you see that girl up there talk to her she'll check you out i go okay wow, great and now i'm not thanking him because of all what happened i'm waiting for him to thank me no no, no thank you no, no, no thank you that's what i go up to the girl and and she's like she's like um oh Oh yeah, Chris, the wedding DJ. Yeah, you're all set, Chris. You're all set. <laughs> yeah, we don't need go, you to come back ever. We don't need you anymore. She's <laughs> like, did you get your? Um, they give you. I think it's called a per diem or whatever. Sure. You know, like, for a uh, hundred yeah. bucks, they give you a hundred bucks. She's like, did you get your hundred bucks? I go, yeah, I got that. And she's like, okay, um, then you're all set. The shuttle shuttle's on the other side of the door. Just go out there and wait for the wow. shuttle. And, no, thank you. You're not going to say thank you to me. <laughs> you guys just what you just did. You're not going to thank me. You know, no, Dude. no. She's like, just go in the shuttle. Yeah. And the shuttle's already there. All right. It's full of people. And I'm thinking, I can't get on this. There's too many people in there. It's their cheerleading team <laughs> with the cheerleaders that I told you earlier. I'm like, they'll never get on there. What are you just, <laughs> you, both, you know, they talking, come all the way out here from Texas. You're talking all this shit in your head. And yeah. you, you end up on the same shuttle back to the and hotel. They, advanced so i walk in there and they're like did you make it like that's the first thing they say did you make it because you know everyone's kind of bonding we all know each other we're all there all day yeah yeah, totally did you make it and i'm like no just a bunch of kids i got booed off you know booed off (laughs) and they're like oh i heard them all go oh just a bunch of kids they're waiting for me to say what about you guys they went we made it And I'm like, oh my what god! What a shuttle ride back to the that hotel. That was a terrible shuttle ride back. And then oh I get to the god. hotel, and um, take that hundred bucks. Yeah, as I go get go get some ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just enjoy your free hotel room. Exactly, exactly, man. Yeah, that that was just that's what the an story, experience, man. That's the story. What yeah, an experience. And, you know, I I just chilled out at the hotel and got some food, and then I remember the next day taking the shuttle to the airport. And I was like, I want to get out of here as quick right. as I can. Right. I just want to get. ready to go. Nope. Delays in the airport. <laughs> Delays in the Never airport. Never ending. Never ending. You know, ending. O'Hare Airport's yeah. one of the worst. Yeah, it's busy, So man. I'm stuck in that airport for like 10 hours. Oh, you know, man. there's you delays. Chicago. I can't get the heck out of It would have been. <laughs> if you had advanced. If, yeah. You'd or, have been like, shit, I'll, I'll move here. Fuck yeah. It. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's like a, a feast or famine kind yeah. of a thing. Totally. So what did I end up doing? I ended up, I said, well, let's see. I don't drink much, but I can now because I'm not driving. Sure. sure. I'm just flying somewhere. <laughs> so I, I went in the bar and then I just had some drinks and I just told people uh, my that, sob yeah, story. There you go. I was <laughs> just crying. I got booed off stage by <laughs> meeting total strangers from other parts of the country. Chris, what is, are you crying, sir? <laughs> I had tears in my eyes. I was, at are that you, moment, I was are like, you, you okay, sir? I just got booed off stage and America's got talent. <laughs> Howard Stern said, I'm not a comedian. <laughs> you just poor. This is poor. This poor guy at the bar. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, Chris, I'm glad you made it out alive. I'm I can't wait to hear this, man. I, yeah. I thank you for doing this. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>